Hey, what is going down? Am I on the air universe? Before we get started, I just want to let you know that today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today and become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add, am I on the air in that section where it asks you, how'd you hear about Podgo? You heard it right here. Am I on the air? So make sure you fill that out in the application. Thanks everyone. And enjoy the show. Hi, am I on the air? Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, I Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's tag grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread a crushing nose, and I'm on your air Highest max on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday nights, prime time, I flex my better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega And unseen, you probably think I'm nice Cause I slow like a stream to your wireless device And the smoke full of steam on any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Well, what is going down, everybody? Welcome back to another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? I'm your host, Don Mega, and I welcome you to the show. It is season 22. It's episode 2, and tonight's show is simply titled Legends. We're broadcasting live from the Red Dragons Radio Studios here in lovely Tucson, Arizona, on this Monday, January the 11th. So welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Am I on the Air? This is your one-stop shop for all the latest and greatest when it comes to television, movie news, all entertainment news. This gets you up to speed. Every The whole week of what was news, I bring to you in a nice little you know, 30 to 45 minute chunk to get you caught up to speed. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Before we get started, um, I do want to shout out a couple things real quick once again. If you haven't checked out our massive top 10 countdown of 2020 and top 10 most anticipated of 2021 show yet you need to get on it we did that as one of our spinoff episodes it was am i still on the air and uh got my boys friggins and peeps on we did it in audio format we also did it in video format so you can see or you can hear whatever your preference is Check it out. Video versions up on our YouTube. Audio versions on our YouTube feed. Top 10 countdown of 2020. Most anticipated of 2021. It was an awesome episode. Make sure you check that out if you haven't had a chance yet. Some of you might still be listening to it because it's like two and a half hours long. So you probably started it already and haven't been able to finish it. So thanks for cruising on through at your own leisure. And don't forget that we also have another spinoff podcast called Am I on the Air Quick Bites. It is a separate podcast feed, so please make sure you search for that and uh, subscribe uh, to all your favorite podcast feeds as well so that you always get notified for all the news 
here on Am I on the Air and on the Am I on the Air Quick Bites feed as well. There's links to all of this on our official webpage, which is amiontheair.com, top right-hand corner. You can get links to all our socials, so definitely check that out. So that's all I wanted to say, you know, just to kind of get some plugs there out the way right quick. Now, as always, we start off the show with some non-spoiler movie reviews and television reviews, and then we'll get into our news of the week. So let's jump right in. I'm going to start with a new movie. It's called Fatal. This movie actually came out a couple weeks ago in theaters, and it just hit premium VOD this week. So kind of funny because we ended up still going to the theater to see it the day that it actually hit VOD, but that's okay. We love going to the theaters. We love watching our movies up on the big screen. Fatal, Michael Ely. Hillary Swank, those are your two leads in this one here. Um, Luke Cage is in this thing, Mike Coulter, shout out to Mike Coulter. Um, it, this is a very throwback kind of movie to like late 90s, early 2000s of wrong place, wrong time. I did something I shouldn't and now it's going to come back to haunt me. Um, you know, the, the very simple premise to this movie says a married man is tricked into a murder scheme by a female police detective. Now, if you've seen the trailer, you understand kind of where this goes, right? Michael Ely, he's married. Um, he goes on a business trip to Las Vegas. He meets Hillary Swank. They end up hooking up. And then when he goes back home, his house gets broken into. They call the police and the lead female detective that comes is Hillary Swank. So it's like, oh my God, you know, is this chick going to blow up my spot? What's going to happen? And there's a lot of uh, kind of side twists that they try to get into. Um, you know, it's a thriller. That's the kind of movie it is. But it felt very throwback to me. It didn't feel like a 2020 film. It felt like a 2001 kind of film. Now, um, it's a fun ride for the most part. I will say the first half of the movie is a little slow and it kind of takes a minute to get going. But once it does kind of get going and you're in the middle of the plot, um, it, it gets pretty decent at that point. So I'm not going to highly recommend it. I'm not going to tell you to probably spend 20 bucks on premium VOD to see it either. But once this hits like maybe like a Netflix or a prime, uh, definitely, I think it'd be worth the watch at that point for sure. So I would give Fatal three out of five stars. It was good. Uh, nothing more. So take that for what it is. The second movie is more on the kitty side. So this is a movie that my daughter has actually been begging me to watch. She saw the commercial, loved it, or she say trailer. I don't know why I called it a commercial, um, but loved it. And then was like, can we watch it? Can we watch it? Can we watch it? And we just haven't had much of a chance. Finally, this past weekend, we sat down, we did watch it. And it's We Can Be Heroes, which is a new movie. It's on Netflix and it's directed by Robert Rodriguez. Uh, so, you know, hey, and it's a spiritual kind of sequel to Shark Boy and Lava Girl. If you remember that movie from a long time ago, um, this has a world where, we kind of have like the Avengers, but they're called the Heroics and they get abducted and it's up to their kids to save the day, right? When alien invaders capture Earth superheroes, the kids must learn to work together to save their parents and the planet. Uh, so, you know, this is a very stereotypical kind of kiddie flick, especially from Robert Rodriguez. If you saw Spy Kids, if you saw Shark Boy and Lava Girl, this is along the same kind of lines of that. Um, you know, but my daughter absolutely loved it. She wanted to watch it again immediately when it was over. Um, the breaking news over the weekend was also that Netflix has already announced they're going to do a sequel to this. So we're going to get another one. You know, now the kids figured out their powers and we can get bigger adventures. So she was like the next day, she was like, can we watch part two? And I'm like, 
no, babe, like, like they still got to make the movie first. <laughs> it's not, it's not done yet. Um, but it, it's a fun ride, especially, you know, cause I love superheroes. So seeing the kids with powers, it's uber, uber cheesy. But once again, I review these movies based on the audience that it's meant for. My daughter was cracking up, laughing and enjoying herself this entire movie, which put a smile on my face and, and made me laugh. And there are some really good laughing moments. Um, like there's a kid in, in the team called Slow Mo. Um, he's actually running so fast that it looks like he's in slow motion. And it's just so funny as the kids are running around and they're fighting. He's always in the background, like in slow motion. And it, it's cheesy and stupid as hell, but it made me laugh my ass off every time they showed it. Um, it, it's a fun ride, guys. It really is. Um, you know, if you have kids and you're looking for a family flick to sit down and watch, especially if they like superhero stuff like my daughter does, uh, they'll really get a kick out of this movie. So we can be heroes. And hey, this movie's actually got a really good cast. I mean, you don't really recognize much, most of the kids, but I mean, you got Pedro Pascal, the Mandalorians up in this thing. Um, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Um, you have, uh, Christian Slater's one of the people in it. Um, there's, there's a chick from American Idol. There's, um, Han from Fast and Furious is in this. I mean, it, I was like, okay, they actually went pretty decent for, uh, some of the adults. Priyanka Chopra's in this. So, um, yeah, definitely check it out. It's on Netflix. You got nothing to lose. We can be heroes. Okay. So there's your two movie, uh, quick movie reviews of the week. Fatal, which is in theaters and also on premium VOD, uh, Three out of five stars, and then We Can Be Heroes, three out of five stars on Netflix. Now, let's switch on over to TV. I got a handful of things over on TV. Brand new show over on CBS All Access called Coyote. Uh, this show stars Michael Chiklis, and this is a, um, like I said, man, brand new show. Just, just debuted over the weekend. They actually dropped all six episodes, so you can binge this thing, which is pretty interesting because sometimes CBS All Access does the week-to-week thing. Um, but the, the premise of this is that Michael Chiklis plays a border patrol agent. So he's forced into mandatory retirement and then he goes to a small coastal town in Mexico to finish construction on his ex-partner's fishing cabin and in the process crosses paths with a young woman who needs his help. So, um, as you can tell by the title coyote, it has to do with border. It has to go with, you know, um, border crossing. Um, it's a thriller. It's, it's pretty intense and I am two episodes into this right now out of the six. And I really like it. I really, really dig this one. Michael Chiklis is awesome. Um, and it's, it's definitely, you know, tense, um, you know, dealing with, uh, Sicarios and, and just, uh, there's a lot going on here and I don't want to spoil anything. So all I'm going to say is check out Coyote. I'm excited to finish this one throughout the week. The next one is over on Netflix and it's a fun show. It's called The History of Swear Words. This is a show we've been uh, talking about coming for the last couple months, especially once the news dropped that Nicolas Cage was going to be the host of the show. And um, it's really, really good. Again, this is only six episodes as well. The episodes are only about 20 minutes a piece. So we binged it in like two days. Um, they Each episode takes a word and kind of explores the history of it. Um, now, the only problem I would say with the show is that the first episode is about the word fuck. And... That's kind of the biggest curse word you can go with, and they do it in episode one. So it feels like the other five episodes that follow are not as punchy and not as good. I mean, definitely the episode with the F word is the best episode that they have. Um, and then some of the other words that they chose to go with, I'm like, ah, come on, you could have come up with something better than that. But maybe they want to hold off for season two. 
Uh, but it's fun. They like I said, Nicolas Cage is a great host for this. They explore the words. They have different comedians talking about the words, and um, I, I really, really dug it. So definitely check out uh, History of Swear Words over on uh, Netflix. All right. So the next show that I checked out, uh, I love to check out any new. Um, comedy sitcom that releases and there's a lot of bad ones <laughs> but I try I try to at least watch the pilot right to give everything a chance because you just never know where you're going to find your laughs and to me comedy is is the all end be all so Ted Danson has a new show called Mr. Mayor and um, I checked it out I, I watched the trailer first and I actually really liked it it made me laugh laugh pretty good um, and of course, Ted Danson was just in The Good Place, which I think is one of the better comedy sitcoms that's come out in the last couple months. Uh, so I gave it a shot. And I didn't hate it, but I don't love it. Uh, it's not that great, but it has... Stay with us. We'll be right back. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Good enough amount of laughs that I'm kind of sticking with it for now. They did release the first two episodes last week, and I did watch both of them, and it's okay. It's okay, but uh, I will continue this one and see if it gets any better. I have faith in the cast, and uh, we'll see where it goes. So, uh, Mr. Mayor, Ted Danson just gets elected mayor, and basically it's all the new challenges that he has to face as mayor. And he's this like carefree, loving kind of guy. Um that aspect's actually really funny. So, I don't know. Give it a shot. See what you think. The next new comedy that came out that I checked out was Call Me Cat, which is with Mayim Bialik from, you know, Blossom and Big Bang Theory. Um, this is a remake of an English show. I think it's called Miranda over in the BBC. So, they redid it for American audiences. And I do not like this one. <laughs> this one was stupid. Um, it's not funny. It's too cheesy to where it doesn't work. Sometimes cheesy works like Cobra Kai. <laughs> and then there's times that cheesy doesn't work and it's call me cat. She uh, breaks the fourth wall like Deadpool in this show. And it's really distracting. doesn't quite work for a comedy sitcom. Um, I don't know, man. I just, I, w- I did watch the first two episodes of this and I did not care for it. So not sure if I will proceed on this one. And then, lastly, the last new show that we have is the new Marvel Studios show. It's actually, I hate to even call it a show, because I hyped it as one, but then I watched it. And it's Marvel's uh, Legends. So this is a new show that's on Disney+, Plus that is supposed to be a lead-in to when a Disney+, Plus Marvel series starts to give you a history lesson in that character. So the first episode of Marvel Legends was about Scarlet Witch, Wanda Maximoff, right? So because next week, or actually this Friday, we have the premiere, finally, of WandaVision. So we had two episodes of Legends, and the first one was about Scarlet Witch. 
and it shows you her history from when you first meet her in Age of Ultron, you know, through all the different movies and her journey. And then the second episode was about Vision, of course, uh, as those are two lead characters leading into WandaVision. So once again, you learn about Vision's creation from Jarvis to Ultron to who he is now and, and all the different highlights of him throughout the movies up until getting the stone ripped out in Infinity War when he dies. So... It was cool. I like retrospectives like this. The only problem, and I don't even know if it's a problem to be honest, but like like I said, it's hard to even call this a show because the episodes were seven minutes long. Seven minutes. That's it. Seven minutes for Wanda and seven minutes for Vision. So that's all we got. So it's it was cool. Like I said, I enjoyed the retrospective. I enjoyed going back through everything. Um, but I just... I. The show was what I expected it to be. I just expected it to be longer. But I guess what can you really do if you're only showing clips of individual movies? So maybe it does make sense to be the length that it is. But So like I said, this show will always have new episodes debut about the week before the um, Disney Plus shows start. So uh, I'm sure the next couple episodes of Legends will be about um, the Winter Soldier and Falcon as we get ready for the Falcon and Winter Soldier when that drops in March. So there you go, Marvel Legends, check that out on Disney+. And then real quickly, I'm not going to review, but I'm just going to shout out American God Season 3 just dropped on Sunday, and um, I love this show. It's on Stars, and if you haven't watched American God yet, it's crazy, it's out of this world, it's violent, uh, it's a hell of a show, so definitely check that out if you haven't seen it, Season 3 underway. And uh, my one of my, it's a weird show, and I'm very shocked that it even... Is a show that resonates with me, but Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, uh, that was one of my favorite shows of last year that came out. Um, again, it's got singing and it's all like this very, like, I don't know how to even explain it, but the show touches my heart somehow. Uh, but season two just started of that as well, so check that out on NBC and of course Peacock. Um, and see that if you haven't seen it already. So that's what I got for you guys. Quick recap. Fatal on the movie side, premium VOD theaters right now, three out of five stars. We Could Be Heroes on Netflix, three out of five stars. Going over to TV, Coyote, check it out. It's on CBS All Access. History of Swear Words on Netflix. Mr. Mayor is on NBC and Peacock as well. Call Me Cat is on Fox and Hulu. Um, Marvel's Legends, which is on Disney+. Plus. And of course, American Gods Season 3 just started on Stars, and Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist Season 2 over on NBC and Peacock as well. So there's your television and movie reviews of the week. Let's get into our news of the week. But before we do, we got to thank our sponsors. So our news of the week is brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatics is the world's largest collection of official fan gear from all of the leagues, teams, and players you love. If you enjoy our show and are looking to buy a new jersey, sweatshirt, or hat, you can support us by going to podgo.co forward slash fanatics and get 25% off your next order. That's podgo.co forward slash fanatics. Fanatics, officially licensed everything. So thanks a lot, Fanatics, for sponsoring our news of the week. We're ready. Let's get into it. Mike Flanagan reveals that his revival adaptation is no longer happening. Yes, it will not move forward. So we'll see if something happens to that later down the road. Super excited about this news. Clancy Brown 
has joined Showtime's Dexter revival and he will be the primary villain. I'm so excited about this. Clancy Brown is amazing. He's going to be a fantastic villain going up against Dexter. I cannot wait for this. So great, great news there. Rise Darby is reuniting with Taika Waititi for Our Flags Means Death. So good pairing there. HBO Max has unveiled a new twisty trailer for Search Party Season 4. Once again, coming to HBO Max. Disney's live-action Little Mermaid has added the undoings Noma Dumaweni to the cast. She will be playing Ariel's mom, I believe, in the movie. Guy Ritchie's new movie, Five Eyes, has just added Carrie Ells to the cast. HBO Max has unveiled the trailer for Doug Liman's new movie, Locked Down. Uh, so check out that trailer. I, I watched the trailer. The movie comes out in the next week or two. Uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor um, is in this. Um, and I don't know, man. The trailer, the trailer in the beginning looks bad. It looks rough. They filmed this during the pandemic. So a lot of it, again, is like cell phone footage. They're, you know, actually going through the pandemic and they're locked down and and then it becomes this like heist thriller later on so like the first half of the trailer i'm like what and then the second half of the trailer i'm like okay this could be pretty interesting but we'll have to see so it's coming to hbo max look for it here soon jared leto says that he supports releasing the air cut the david air cut of suicide squad and he says he'd even come back and shoot more stuff if they wanted him to, that's how bad he wants to get this thing out. So, um, congratulations there. I hope that they push through with the um, air cut of Suicide Squad. If the um, Snyder cut is as big of a hit as we think it'll be, hopefully this will be the next phase of that. Uh, like I said, congratulations to Netflix and Robert Rodriguez who are working on the We Can Be Heroes sequel. We talked about this a little bit earlier when I, when I reviewed the movie. It was announced that they're going to move forward with a sequel, and that's awesome. Everybody coming back that did the first one. Um, there was a lot of rumors last week that Michael Keaton might somehow be taking over for Ben Affleck's Batman in the DCEU. Those rumors are saying that they're debunked at this point for now. Um, who knows? It really still could be the way it's going to go. Um, but once again, you know, some people were reporting that it was a lock. Some people were reporting it was a rumor. I talked about it as a rumor on last week's show. And let's just leave it in that rumor category. Um, and, and for now, and we'll see where it goes. Southland Tales, the uh, worst movie of The Rock. And I love The Rock. And I do own Southland Tales because I am a completionist and love to have full collections. Um, but Southland Tales is a rough Time of a movie man it is weird It is trippy great cast but it is A fucking odd movie Well guess what the director of the movie Richard Kelly says he's working on a six Hour director's cut Holy hell man I could Barely handle this movie in its original form And you want to give me an enormous six hour Director's cut I don't know If I could do that guys I really don't know If I could do that so we'll see if that Ever comes to fruition Zack Snyder confirms that his Justice League cut will feature 80% new visual effects. Ooh, baby, 80%. That is insane. Um, congratulations to Bad Boys for Life, which was 2020's biggest box office hit. 
in the United States. So congratulations. I know a lot of people are trying to take away from this celebration for bad boys because they're like, well, the theaters were shut down for half a year. I don't care. The theaters were open and wide when this movie came out. It made a lot of money. And yes, there's probably another movie that would have overcome it. But... You know, let's not take anything away This is a great movie and let it have its fun So, congratulations, Bad Boys for Life Uh, The TV show I'd never heard of this one before But I guess it's a kids show called Kalu um, Which is on PBS Kids And it's been cancelled And supposedly, a lot of parents have been saying to cancel this show So, I don't know what this cartoon did wrong But a lot of people calling for its cancellation And it did Uh, The Grammys have been officially postponed due to COVID So they're going to scooch that back Into the foreseeable future Lauren Graham is leaving Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist This is sad I'm sad to see her go Her character's great on the show Maybe she'll pop back up later down the road But thanks to COVID and scheduling conflicts This has forced this move here Congratulations to Walter Hamada Who will continue to steer the ship for DC Films As the president Yes, he has renewed his deal And he will continue trekking along Lashana Lynch has joined the new Matilda movie musical Over at Netflix Discovery Plus Excuse me Woo! Discovery Plus is a new streaming service that has launched last week And it has entered the streaming wars officially And uh, it's got a whole bunch of programming A big huge library of documentary and scripted titles As you know Discovery owns a lot of networks So there's Food Network, there's HDTV, there's uh, Bravo There's you know um, Destination America I mean there's a whole bunch So when you go on uh, the Travel Channel and Discovery When you go on this app you have a bunch of hubs To all those different networks and you can go in You can watch pretty much everything on demand It's actually a pretty cool little service if you watch Any of those networks So check that out And if you're a Verizon subscriber and you have one of their premium ver- um, Unlimited plans You actually get a full year of Discovery Plus For free so definitely check that out If you're a Verizon customer Okay um, Hell's Kitchen is back That's right, I didn't review it under my TV shows But there is a new season of Hell's Kitchen That kicked off this past week So check that out, I love Chef Ramsay And I am definitely watching This new season of Hell's Kitchen Faux show <clears throat> We have the new trailer for Sacrifice Barbara Crampton stars in the new Lovecraftian horror film So check that out Studio Gilby's Ir- Irwig, Earwig And The Witch is coming to US theaters and HBO Max, that's right, it's going to get the double release Like a lot of uh, Warner Brothers and HBO Max movies So check that out when it comes out Kevin Feige, if you remember He's working on a Star Wars movie as well And they have just set the writer from Loki Michael Waldron To write the script for it That's right, so It's been a good over a year plus Since we've even talked I, I actually totally forgot That Kevin Feige was doing a Star Wars movie um, but yes, so good good news here that he's got uh, one of his Marvel writers to help pen the script A Spamalot musical is on the way, that's right, Paramount nabs a film adaptation from Fox So they will be doing Spamalot The new Brad Pitt movie Babylon is going to release in 2022 It's Damien Chazelle's next film, um, led by Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie So that'll be coming next year <clears throat> Excuse me so we found out, so there was a lot of rumors when James Gunn started doing Suicide Squad That Dave Batista might actually pop up in Suicide Squad Because Batista was one of the biggest 
guys to come out in support of James Gunn when Marvel fired him. But then he wasn't a part of the team and it was kind of weird. Now we find out that actually he was given a role for the movie. Um, but then Zack Snyder came calling with his Army of the Dead zombie movie and Batista turned down Army of the Dead first and then Zack Snyder called him and said, you know, hey, I have this part, read the script, I really would love to work with you. And after Batista read the script, he loved it so much that he actually told James Gunn, I'm going to back out of Suicide Squad and he went and did Army of the Dead. So very, very interesting there uh, on Batista's part. So good little trivia piece of news there. Um, we got some new images from the Snyder Cut, so check that out. I know Zack Snyder's been dropping a lot of little tasty nuggets each week, um, so that is coming. Punky Brewster revival. A lot of people have been wondering what's going on with this. This was announced at the same time that they were going to do the Say by the Bell uh, new show over on Peacock that they were doing Punky Brewster as well. Um, well, now we finally know that the show will debut next month. It'll come out in February on Peacock. And I believe it's 10 episodes and all 10 episodes will drop day one. So you can go ahead and binge it. So there you go. Punky Brewster Revival is set and ready to go next month. Um, Alex Garland is going to be setting up a new project um, over at A24. And it's going to be called Men. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones has joined season two of Prodigal Son in a key role, so that's great. It's been a long time since we've seen Catherine Zeta-Jones, so that is awesome. HBO Max officially announced that uh, Doom Patrol Season 3 is underway. It is now in production, so that is awesome. I always love to hear when something's filming. We have the brand new trailer for Anthony Mackie's new Netflix sci-fi film, Outside the Wire, so check that out. That movie's going to be pretty interesting. Solar Opposite Season 2 gets a new teaser trailer, and it will be debuting in March over on Hulu. Promising Young Woman. This actually hits premium VOD on Friday. Yes, on demand, January 15th. I loved Promising Young Woman. This We, we actually just reviewed this movie on last week's episode, and... It made my top 10 of the year of 2020. This movie is fantastic. I'm glad it's getting an early PVOD release so more people can watch it, so more people can find out how awesome it is. So definitely check out Promising Young Woman, available at home, on demand, premium VOD, January 15th. Check it, check it out. We have the brand new One Night in Miami trailer, so check that out. Ray Fisher. Now, there's a lot of news around Ray Fisher, and, I don't, and I've been dodging getting into this story, so I'm going to try to make this brief. So, Ray Fisher, of course, as you know, says that when Joss Whedon came in and did a lot of the reshoots for Justice League, there was a lot of problems on set between him and Ray. And so, Ray has been very vocal in calling out Joss Whedon, calling out Walter Hamada, calling out um, everybody that was involved, Jeff Johns, everybody that was involved in that production. Um, he loves Zack Snyder, and he says things were just so different when the other crew stepped in to finish up Justice League. So they've been fighting back and forth. And then he's always been rumored to be a part of the Flash movie. And then now reports are starting to come out um, that he is no longer set to return as Cyborg in the Flash movie. And this was also based on his own saying, because after Walter Hamada signed his new contract... Ray Fisher came out and said, I will not do another movie for Warner Brothers um, or DC as long as Walter Hamada is in charge. So he he's the one that flat out came out and said that. 
And then the reports said, hey, he's no longer playing Cyborg. He's not going to be in the Flash movie. Um, but And they're not going to recast the role. So it just is what it is. But then the confusing part is Ray Fisher came out again after that and said, oh, this is not true. I haven't stepped away from the character. I'm still Cyborg. So I don't know. I really don't know where to go with that. Because it's like, you said yourself, I'm not doing another movie as Walter Hamada is involved. But Walter Hamada is involved in Flash. So uh, what's up with Cyborg in the Flash then? I mean, you're you're saying you're not stepping away, but, you know. So it's just been confusing. His, his words have been very mumbled. Um, he doesn't want to get into specifics, but then he's very quick to tweet and, and write about his issues. So... I don't know. So at this point, we we, we don't know. I mean, I'm, if I have to guess, I'm going to say no cyborg for Flash. Um, but we'll have to wait and see what really happens. There you go. We have your first look at the Forever Purge. Yes, there's a new Purge movie coming, and it's probably the best time for it because I feel like 2021 could lead us into our first real Purge <laughs> as we move forward into this year. So let's check that out. Jordan Peele wants Daniel Kaluuya and Jesse Plemons to uh, go into his next film That's right, he wants them for his next movie Why not, right? Daniel Kaluuya, of course, did get out So I always expected him to return to something at some point And Jesse Plemons is great So we'll see how that all pans out Lords of Dogtown, remember that movie? It's going to um, get adapted as a TV series That's right, Catherine Hardwick's drama Will be adapted as a TV series Kind of going forward So there you go Alex Garland has set Jesse Buckley to headline his next film, that one Men that we talked about earlier. So um, she is going to lead the film with Jesse Buckley and Rory Kinnear to star. Regal Cinemas says they hope to uh, reopen by March. So good luck with that. Elizabeth Olsen says that the Doctor Strange sequel has halted filming due to the COVID surge. So... That's sad because I feel like this movie's taking forever to get going And they finally did And then now they're halting filming already So there you go um, We'll see what happens with that Hopefully it's not halted too long to push the movie back um, Big Little Lies David E. Kelly says that a potential season 3 um, Would be a scheduling nightmare But they are trying to work it out So who knows We might actually get season 3 of that Riverdale has added Broadchurch alum to season 5 as Veronica's husband? That's right, British actor Chris Mason is set to play Veronica's husband in the upcoming season 5. So we'll see how that plays out. Over on Jeopardy, Katie Couric has been tapped as the latest interim guest host to join the team. So there you go there. Um, DC's Justice Society World War II sets its voice cast with Stana Kotick as Wonder Woman and Matt Bomber as The Flash. So this is their next animated film that is coming soon. DC's Legends of Tomorrow, Aaliyah O'Brien has joined season six in a recurring role. Laverne Cox announced that she will no longer be involved in Sarah Jones' upcoming sex industry documentary, Sell by Date, following backlash on social media. So... Again, social media dictating what people do what. And that's a little unfortunate. So there you go there. All right, guys. um, We have the trailer for The Little Things, which is the new Denzel Washington movie um, with Rami Malek and Jared Leto. This is coming to theaters and streaming exclusively on HBO Max on January 29th. This movie looks great. Cannot wait to check that out. 
Keegan-Michael Key is set to star in a new crime series from ABC called August Snow. So I love Keegan-Michael Key, so I'm very happy that he's got a new show here. Are You Afraid of the Dark? Season 2. That's right, Season 2 is coming, and we have the first trailer for that. Eddie Murphy's Coming to America, the sequel, receives a PG-13 rating. I hate this. The first uh, Coming to America was rated R, and it worked perfectly for the movie. I don't know why we're going PG-13 for the sequel. This should have been directly rated R to go along with the flow of the first movie. I don't want to feel like it's being held back. But it's hard not to feel that that's what's going to happen with that rating. So I'm still excited for the movie. We'll see how it goes. But I am disappointed in that. We have the new trailer for Penguin Bloom. That's the new um, drama coming to Netflix. The Woman in the Window. This movie, man, has supposed to come out for the last couple years. This was a trailer that, uh, I mean, before the pandemic started, every movie we were going to had the trailer for Woman in the Window playing on it. And I was like, oh my God, with this trailer. Uh, But now, it looks like it's finally coming, and Netflix has purchased the rights to it, so the movie will come to Netflix, and it is set for an early 2021 release date. So, don't know exactly when it'll hit, but it'll be um, early this year. So, I am looking forward to the movie, and I'm glad it's coming to Netflix, so hopefully it's good. We have the first trailer for Netflix's new film, Malcolm and Marie, so check that out with John David Washington and Zendaya. Disney has also confirmed, Disney Plus, that it is going to be a two-episode premiere for WandaVision when it debuts this Friday. So yes, we get two episodes to kick it off. I'm very excited about that. Very, very cool. Roku has picked up the global rights to the Quibi library, including over 12 new shows. So there you go. Uh, If you have a Roku, there is a Roku channel. Yes, there is a Roku channel on a Roku. Um, and all the Quibi shows will be available on for free with ads on the Roku channel. So, hey, I'm glad that the Quibi stuff went somewhere. I'm a little sad that it went to Roku, <laughs> of all things, but at least it went somewhere. Vera Farmiga is set to star in the new horror film from Bryce McGuire called Bad Bloom. Brie Larson has begun training for Captain Marvel 2. Very excited about that. The Green Arrow and the Canary show is no longer moving forward at the CW. The CW has officially passed on the Green Arrow spinoff. So that's unfortunate, but hey, it probably wasn't the greatest idea to begin with. <laughs> we have your first look photos at Sylvester Stallone's new superhero film, Cemeterian. Uh, so check that out. We should be getting a trailer here pretty soon for that. Um, Man of Steel 2 trends on Twitter this past weekend as DC fans are hopeful for a sequel with Henry Cavill. That's right. Um, it was, uh, some sort of anniversary of Man of Steel. Uh, Zack Snyder tweeted out a picture of Henry Cavill in like the, like Christopher Reeve Superman outfit, which was really cool. And then everybody started trending hashtag Henry Cavill or Henry Cavill is my Superman. And it just blew up from there and, you know, kind of. Looking to gain that social media traction that the Snyder Cut got that they're like, hey, let Warner Brothers see that we want Henry Cavill back and we want another Superman movie. Um, So I I, I tweeted out my respect for it because I love Henry Cavill. He's my favorite Superman. I want to see more. I would love to see a Man of Steel 2 or call it whatever you want. I just want to see another Superman movie with Henry Cavill. So please give it to us. I hope we made an impact on Twitter as it trended worldwide. Okay. So, we got some um, 
directors for Moon Knight. That's right. Remember, Moon Knight is coming to Disney Plus here soon. And the directors of Syncrotic, um, Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead, have been tapped to direct the episodes of Moon Knight. So that is pretty awesome there. We have the full trailer for the new Apple TV Plus uh, Israeli thriller called Losing Alice. So check that out. Um, Warner Brothers and Legendary have completed a deal that will see Godzilla vs. Kong debut on both theatrical and HBO Max like was originally planned. There was a big problem with Legendary saying, no, you got to put this in theaters. And they started to kind of have to negotiate, possibly even go to court over it. But they did reach an agreement and it will stick to the original plan of theatrical and HBO Max day and date release. So very cool there. I'm glad they were able to work that out. The first reactions have come out for WandaVision and they're all super positive. Most reviewers have seen the first three episodes and say, yes, it's super trippy. It doesn't really feel like anything Marvel's done, but it's great. So I'm super, super excited. We have the first teaser trailer for Tom Holland's Cherry. This is the new Russo Brothers film that they did. So check that out. Um, This is going to be a really big movie, I think. Sophia Bush's new show, Good Sam, uh, it's a CBS pilot that they're working on, has just added Sky Marshall to the cast. Um, Due to rising COVID cases around Los Angeles County Netflix is delaying its slate of production projects Until further notice So again, more shutdowns because of COVID The second season of Loki is reportedly already in development Despite the first season not having aired yet on Disney Plus So looks like they're really happy with the Loki show And they're already in development on season 2 So that once again, take that for what it is I said reportedly, so uh, not for sure, but that does seem to be what is happening behind the scenes. All right, Sex in the City, we talked about it, that it might be coming back to HBO Max, and it is. And it's actually got a new name. It's going to be called And Just Like That. That's it. And Just Like That. So the Sex in the City revival is set at HBO Max under the new chapter name of And Just Like That with Sarah Jessica Parker and uh, and her lady friends coming back for another adventure, this time dealing with the world in their 50s. So we have the first full trailer for the Silence of the Lambs sequel series, Clarice. So check that out. That's coming to CBS next month. Possible Cobra Kai spinoff could be in the works. Um, the vibe is definitely out there, and they are looking at spinoff projects. So... We'll see where that can go. That would be pretty interesting. Over at the box office, Wonder Woman 84 stayed on top of the box office in its third outing. Um, And uh, congratulations. I mean, it's not grossing that much. Over the weekend, it only took in $3 million. And overseas, it only made 4.7 for a foreign tally of 98.8 and a muted 131.4 globally. Crazy to think that Wonder Woman 84, which did come off with a bang, and I think would have continued to do better if the reviews were better, but the reviews have been so bad that it really dropped off. $131 million globally. Whew. That's probably what it would have made in the U.S. by itself domestically um, if things were normal. So that, it is a little sad. The biggest news that came out earlier today that's got everybody stoked is the official... Official, official word that Deadpool 3 is moving forward. It will join the MCU. It will be rated R. And Ryan Reynolds is coming back. So this is this is something everybody's been waiting to hear. And has been waiting for since 
Um, Disney bought Fox. We've all been wondering what's going to happen with Deadpool. Is it going to join the MCU? Is it going to be watered down to PG-13? What's going to happen? Well, Kevin Feige himself, president of Marvel Studios, said yes, they're working with Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is overseeing the script. He is helping develop it. It will be rated R. And it will be set within the MCU. So there you go. It's exciting news. It's fantastic news. The only bummer part about this is that they don't think they're going to film this year. Which means we're probably not going to see Deadpool 3 until at least 2023 at this point. Which is really unfortunate. <laughs> um, but that that's probably at the earliest. It might even be 2024. But if they can at least film this thing in 2022... Then hopefully we'll have it by 2023 But at least it's coming Yay, Deadpool baby Amazon moving forward with its I Know What You Did Last Summer series It is coming to Amazon Prime And they've uh, started putting the cast together for that Our first big delay of 2021 has happened As Sony has delayed Jared Leto's Marvel movie Morbius They have delayed it all the way to October 2021 So... Rather unfortunate um, to see that happen already this early into the year. Javier Pardem and uh, Nicole Kidman are in talks for Aaron Sorkin's new movie, Being the Ricardos. Of course, playing Ricky Ricardo and Lucille Ball. So, pretty interesting casting, man. At first, I was like, I don't see Nicole Kidman as Lucy. But the more I think about it and the more I look into it, I can see it. I think this casting is actually pretty good. So, there we go. Darren Aronofsky is going to be working with Brendan Fraser, that's right, uh, on his next project called The Whale Adaptation. So that is a coming. Andy Samberg is going to be working with Ben Stiller and Apple TV Plus for a new sci-fi comedy that they are working on. It is untitled um, right now, but man, it's a hell of a cast, dude. Hell of a cast. Noah Hawley. Ben Stiller, Andy Samberg for a new Apple sci-fi comedy. Yes, yes, and yes. The United States versus Billie Holiday. We have the first trailer for that, so check it out. Uh, Frank Grillo says that his Crossbones character will be returning um, for the in the MCU for its new show, What If. Um, Danny Boyle is set to direct a new Sex Pistols uh, series for FX. Joe Barton is joining Matt Reeves's Gotham PD series as the new showrunner. That's right. So congratulations there for Joe Barton. John M. Chu no longer directing the Willow series for Disney Plus, and he's very sad about it. This is actually there's no problem here. There's no heat here. It's just that production has shifted because of COVID. It has to um, film overseas. And John M. Chu announced that his wife is pregnant. They're going to have a kid here soon. And he just can't deal with the schedule and the travel right now with everything going on. So he had to step away from the project. So very sad because I know he was very invested in Willow. So they'll have to find a new director. Um, But yeah, yeah, it's always unfortunate when something like life gets in the way like that of your dream projects. David E. Kelly's The Lincoln Lawyer gets a series order over at Netflix. So congratulations. That's awesome. I was uh, hoping the show would get pushed through. I love the movie with Michael McConaughey, so can't wait to see the television series. We have the season two trailer for Snowpiercer, so check that out. Disney has tapped Ben Affleck to direct Keeper of the Lost Cities. That's right. He's going to be doing that adaptation. So congratulations there. Kevin Feige says that the MCU Phase 4 story is not affected by the pandemic delays. So, 
Hopefully. <laughs> Kevin Hart has inked a first look deal with Netflix, so he's jumping on board kind of like Adam Sandler, and he's going to be doing stuff with Netflix. So congratulations to him. It's going to be a big payday for Kevin Hart. Steve, Ston, uh, Steve Zahn uh, has his new trailer out, Cowboys, and you can check that out. Is the Tribeca Film Festival, darling. A lot of people talking about this one, and it's coming to PVOD uh, in February. The Umbrella Academy Season 3 will introduce the Sparrow Academy, so very cool there. We're the first teaser trailer for The Equalizer, starring Queen Latifah, so check that out. We have your first sneak peek at Camp Coral, which is the Spongebob pinoff coming to CBS All Access. Um, Risk. Remember that game, Risk? That's getting a TV series. That's right, from House of Cards creator Bo Willimon. They are adapting Risk into a television series. We got some news on Fast and Furious 9. Big, big interview with Vin Diesel. An interview with Kevin Feige talking about Secret Invasion with... um, uh, Nick Cage, or not Nick Cage, what the? F- <laughs> Nick Fury is what I meant to say, not Nicolas Cage. Uh, but check that out to learn more about the secret invasion. Um, the movie Barb and Star, uh, that movie was supposed to come out over the summer with Kristen Wiig. It's a new comedy movie. It got pushed back and then it got pushed into 2021, and now it's just gonna go straight to premium VOD. In February, so there you go. Kristen Wiig's new comedy, Barb and Star, um, uh, is coming to Premium VOD in February. We got a really big article up with Kevin Feige talking about Black Panther 2, Black Widow, streaming. It's actually a really cool read, so check that out up on our Twitter page. Um, Sarah Jessica Parker confirms that Kim Cantrell is not returning. Uh, Samantha is not a part of the HBO Max revival, so we'll see what they end up doing with the character on that. Um, Kevin Feige also states that you do not have to watch WandaVision to enjoy Doctor Strange, (laughs) this Doctor Strange sequel. I know a lot of people have been wondering since they are intertwined and they do kind of work with each other. uh, He says that, you know, they continue to try to make projects to where the diehard fan will love watching everything together. And then that the casual fan can jump right in and not be super confused. So, um, so it is not required reading quote unquote, um, but I think you're going to enjoy it a lot more if you do. So (laughs) that's how it always seems to be. Um, let's see here. And I think, yeah, that was my last note. Uh, my only other piece is that, you know, they, they did release where the setting of the Dexter revival will be, but some people are calling it a spoiler. So I guess I don't really want to tell you where the articles up on our Twitter page. It is blocked out. You got to click the article to see where it's at. And no, it's not in Miami because this is the Dexter revival. So you can see where it goes from there. And uh, like I said, that'll do it, my friends. We did it. 45 minutes, baby. We are in. We are out. And we have caught you up to speed with everything going down the world of entertainment, news, television, movies, and reviews. So our official webpage is amiontheair.com. Make sure you bookmark it. All our socials are there in the top right-hand corner. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash amiontheair. Follow us on Twitter at amiontheair. Follow me on Twitter at dxdonmega. Make sure you follow me on Stardust. Download that app and, and follow me. It's video reviews. You're going to love it. It's very quick, 30-second video reviews. It's awesome. Give me a follow. I'll follow you back. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcast. If Apple Podcast ain't your thing, don't worry. We're on Spotify, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podchaser. We're all over the interwebs. Just search Am I on the Air. Make sure you subscribe again to our secondary feed for Am I on the Air Quick Bites so you never miss an episode there. Uh, we are... 
Uh, also on YouTube and Instagram, just uh, search Am I on the Air and you should find us easily. And thanks to our great affiliates over at RedDragonsRadio.com. Follow on Twitter at RedDragonsRadio. That'll do it for me, ladies and gentlemen, on this Monday, January the 11th. I hope you have enjoyed the show. I hope you all have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, y'all, peace. Bye, everybody. Red Dragons! Red Dragons!